Hello and welcome to the second off-season special of the True North CFL podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Leach. You can follow me on Twitter at aka Jimmy Leach. I'm Taylor Curry, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Taylor Curry SK. And I'm Carter Kennington. You can follow me on Instagram at Carter Kennington. And yeah. don't forget to follow. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, go I ahead. Sorry, here. Taylor. I got to yeah. plug. Yeah, yeah, do the plugs. Uh, yep. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us if you search True North CFL Podcast. And we are also on SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. So go subscribe, uh, go like, and go comment on our stuff and let us know what you think. Absolutely. Now, in case you didn't see our last offseason special, how this works is we recap the news from the previous month. Month, In case you missed something, uh, that includes NFL sign-ins. And then after that, all that's done, we have an off-season question that we ask each time. I believe our first one, it was ranking the GMs, and then it was ranking the coaches. And I'm not going to spoil what it is for this episode. You're just going to have to wait and listen till the end. Don't skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not giving them a timestamp. There we go. Good. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Edgy. Mm-hmm. So, former Raiders defensive lineman. Ronald Ollie has signed with the Argos. Also, former Last Chance U star. Oh, yeah, that was a show on... Yeah, it was on Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Bomber signed former FSU wide receiver Travis Rudolph. Riders uh, release Eric Moncrief to pursue NFL opportunities, and he then proceeded to sign with the Las Vegas Raiders. That still feels weird to say. Yeah. So how well do you think Moncrief's going to do down with the Raiders? If they let him play, I think he'll do really well. Like, he always stood out in, like, every CFL game he played. So, um, yeah, it's just these guys got to actually get a shot. And I, I hope he does, especially out of most of the guys that are going down there. Oh, yeah. Like, I think especially this year. I mean, I talked about it last. I think we all talked about it during the last episode. But it's just with the amount of talent that's being taken from the CFL to the NFL this year, so much more than usual. Um, I'm just, you know, it's hopefully a lot of these guys get a chance. And I think uh, Moncrief's one of those guys who can take that and really run with it. So, Yeah, there's a couple guys that you may see get signed that if you're a hardcore fan, you may know it's like, okay, this guy might just be a camp body. And some guys is like, they're going to give a legit shot to. And Moncrief is one of those guys that's, he's going to get a real chance. Uh, at what position? I'm not quite sure. That's been debated. Is he going to be an NFL linebacker? Are they going to put him at safety? This is kind of a bit of a hybrid. So it'll be interesting to see where they put him. But yeah, I think he legitimately has a chance of playing and making an impact for the Raiders. Absolutely. Uh, Eskimos extend running back Shaq Cooper. Good move. Great. Uh, yeah, great move. I love that, but I think that might mean the end of C.J. Gable's time in Edmonton. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raiders, or not Raiders, sorry. Riders signed D.B. Nick Marshall to a one-year contract extension. Hamilton re-signs Canadian defensive lineman Ted Laurent to a two-year deal. Good. Hmm. And then Hamilton released kicker Liram Haralahu to pursue NFL opportunities on January 9th. He 
currently remains unsigned by any NFL teams, but you never know. He, I think he was one of those guys that got quite a few workouts. Mm. Montreal names Danny Machocha as GM. And, oh, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> <laughs> and Mario Chichini <laughs> as their president. I'm usually go. pretty. I'm usually pretty good with names, but that one, I'm sorry, I, I just couldn't. <laughs> you know, I even practice some of these names too, so it's just like, yeah. But the good thing here is, uh, the new owners of the Alouettes they promised that the GM would be able to speak French, and well, he delivered. Yeah, he did deliver on that. So that's an excellent thing. Uh, Machocha has been with that university of Montreal program. That's been churning out talent as of recently. So definitely a good move by them. Yeah, I think, I think, well, he was on the Rob Peterson show the other day and he said they went to three championships in nine years or something. So yeah, they have a pretty, yeah, they got a pretty successful program there. I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited for Montreal. Like, yeah. I, I'm really excited. I really hope they do well. I mean, Vernon Adams deserves it. Uh, Kahari Jones really deserves it. Yeah. yeah. They're just one of those teams like Montreal. They're just fun to watch. Oh, you know? yeah, 100%. Like, they're even, not my main when, team, but I love watching the Alouettes even, games. Even when they were coming back against uh, the Bombers, I was sat here like, wow, this sucks, but it's also really cool. That yeah. was a crazy game, yeah. But it's it's good for the league, too, when Montreal does good. Because when they didn't do good, like after Calvillo left, they had no fans. And they yeah. sold, what, 10,000 uh, playoff tickets before the game even happened. So, Or I think that was like a week before the game. So, yeah, um, yeah, like if things turn up there, it's great. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, just with Montreal doing well or doing bad at that time, that was scary because... All three of the largest markets in the CFL weren't doing well, but now that Montreal is starting to win, they're drawing more fans, which is awesome. So hopefully yeah. that continues. Hamilton reaches a two-year extension with defensive end Julian Hauser. Stan Peters have released Deshaun Amos to allow him to pursue NFL opportunities, and the same day he signed with the Green Bay Packers. Good for him. So nice. Yeah. Montreal has released Canadian offensive lineman Spencer Wilson. Oh, that's a mistake. Was was this for NFL opportunities or was this just a release? This was just a release. Really? Yeah, yeah probably, yeah. He was okay. a guy that was known, not this season, but I believe it was the season before when he was with the Stampeders. He played all five positions on the offensive line, so huh. he's a great utility player to have for anybody who needs some O-linemen. Sure, he'll get picked up soon. Oh, definitely. Hamilton has signed Canadian defensive back Tunde Adelake to a two-year extension. See, I didn't butcher that name. No, I got that That is one. one of the most fun names in the league. Tunde oh, Adelake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like That's it, too. It's just fun to say. Like, <laughs> congratulations to him, though, on re-signing. Like, he's talented, so I'm glad that he got the, glad no he got the extension. Bombers have resigned offensive lineman Stanley Bryant. Carter, I'm sure you're very happy good, about that. All good, all reliable, bro. Yeah, he is great. Dude, there's the more of that offensive line that we can keep, the better. Like him and Hardrick. Oh, they are some unsung heroes of this team, especially Hardrick. I feel like not enough people know his name around the league. Sure. Well, 
I, I speak for Ryder fans, I think. Like, he played for us before he played for you guys, and mm-hmm. I was sad to see him go, but I am happy to see him succeed, like, in football. It, it's good dude, to see. Dude is just a ball of energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and for he's sure. He's a good family man. Like, he, he seems like mm-hmm. a good man. So, like, yeah, it, it's good to see him succeed. Absolutely. Uh, Red Blacks resign Avery uh, Willis, offensive lineman. And, oh, I called this on the last show. Um, Braylon Addison has signed with the Minnesota Vikings. Awesome. Good for him. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. I love that move. Red Blacks are signed Sherrod Baltimore. Montreal has re-signed wide receiver kick returner Mario Alford to a one-year deal. Uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have re-signed uh, A.C. Leonard through 2021. Great move. Bombers trade running back Jordan Robertson to the Edmonton Eskimos for rights to a neglist player. Montreal has re-signed Canadian fullback Spencer Moore and Canadian offensive lineman Landon Rice. That was a good move. Yeah, those were. Now, this is a bit of a long list, but the uh, the Red Blacks have released the following players. This is January Oof. 23rd. American quarterback William Arndt. American receiver Seth Cote. American defensive back Maurice Fleming. American quarterback Jonathan Jennings. Linebacker Jeff Notch Jr. Running back Moses Madu. Long snapper Mike Benson. Linebacker Nicholas Boulay. Greg Morris, national running back. And national defensive lineman Cameron Walker. Yeah, Will Art really surprised me that they released yeah. him because he was I the really, lead. I, he was the best of the three quarterbacks they had I last really year. Thought, I really thought that yeah, that they were gonna put the eggs in like his basket and that they were sort of not give him the reins, but sort of just say like, okay, develop. Let's them. see what you can do with a few more pieces. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like let's get some leaders in here for you, and let's get some. They'll teach you some lessons, and it'll be good. Yeah, I I was surprised by that one too. I don't like the. Jeff Knox Jr. either. Uh, I I wanted the Riders to. They didn't get the chance, unfortunately. But uh, who was the other one? Jonathan Jennings. Yeah, I mean, no I'm surprise not, there. But do you I'm guys think surprised. his career is done? Like, do you guys think he plays in the CFL? No, that's tough. Uh, like I think just because he had that one great year, I think somebody picks him up, even if it's just as a camp arm. I think I, I he. Guess. I think he gets picked up. I I. I haven't been a fan of him ever since his first year. I Me neither. I, I yeah. didn't like like all the CFL analysts were sort of super hyped on him, and I that's was true. Just, it's like I like Strevler was the exception to the CFL's quarterback. Like he normally scrambling quarterbacks don't usually do so hot here. Yeah, Strevler is yeah. not the rule. He's the exception to this. Like, yeah, I Jennings wasn't a scrambler guys. either. He was. Oh, like he, he could run though. Oh yeah, he'd use his legs. Yeah, but not like Strevler. Oh yeah. no, not not the same. But nobody used their oh, legs like Strevler. Yeah, oh, Strevler is like a one of a kind. Yeah, he was a Taysom say, Hill of the CFL. One thing that I will say is that I believe Jennings was the guy who did this. Um, threw the ball. Um, someone like bats the ball upwards. Uh, this was a few seasons ago. Like Jennings throws the ball. Stephanie's on BC. Someone knocks the ball upwards. It gets picked off. The guy goes to run, 
and Jennings strips the ball back and runs for a first down. Oh, I think that was him. I'm that pretty sure was, that was him. Yeah. yeah, that was ridiculous, and that is my favorite play in the CFL <laughs> to this moment, just because that it's so nuts. Yeah, but yeah, like besides yeah. that, besides that, I mean, I don't like. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to be on an active roster. He's not going to be a starter. There's no way. Oh no, uh, chance in hell he's a starter. Well, if he if he tries if he tries his chance in the XFL. Maybe. Yeah, I can see I that. Was, like, what? Like, I don't see he'd get his chance. But I think too. Well, like, I mean, here's the thing, though. The XFL starts in what four Saturday. days? It starts yeah. in a couple days. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. It could, I could but, happen. I could see him going to the XFL. Yeah, four, four days as of recording. Yeah. 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 By the but, way, this usually gets released like a day or two after recording. So <laughs> if someone gets signed and they aren't on the news, we apologize. It's because we we filmed this a day ago. So yo, bro, Nichols and Jefferson bad. are both gonna get signed. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. That's why we have them in rumors. So if they do, yeah. it's like, hey, we did talk about this, you guys. But you know? that's what I want to say is like with like. Like, or sorry, Matt Nichols is struggling to find a job. Like, sure. rumor has it, you know, how is Jonathan Jennings going to get a job unless exactly. it's like a third string on a team at this point? That's what I'm thinking. Or, he's either a camp arm or a third string for somebody. Yeah, like really, like, like what I mean, else are you Edmonton, do Edmonton, and Logan Kilgore is their backup, so there's definitely some spots for certain quarterbacks to land. Yeah, but we won't get into yeah. the Matt Nichols thing right now. We'll leave that for later. Yes. There's a couple of guys I think that'll get more looks on there. Moses Madu, maybe. Greg Morris, I hope so. I really like oh, him. I, I, guess, I think Madu, Madu will get some looks. I think Greg Morris might in Hamilton if they still want to roll with Sean Thomas Erlington. They need more national depth at the running back position. So I could see him maybe going there as like their third or backup running back. I like the Moses Madu thing, though. Yeah, I, I like him. I think he'll he'll get signed or picked up somewhere pretty I, quick. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Madu. I mean that clear, but I do think he gets another look. He's better than Greg Morris. Ooh. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, Take that Dude, back. Okay. Greg Morris is a nice Canadian. Like he's a good guy. Yeah. But, like almost every running back is better than him. I, I don't think so. Especially the national running backs. That's oh, why I said he'll end, he'll end up as the third or backup running back in Hamilton. I think. Okay, but he's, he's got like, talent. He's, he's clearly yeah, but, got talent. Hey, like he's only, I think he's only got like 200 yards rushing in a season. I know because he's just like used as a backup and a returner mostly. I guess, but like, I didn't he start in Ottawa for a game and he got hurt or he didn't even play that well? And I think he started against the Riders, but he they didn't run the ball a lot. He got a lot of receptions though. Yeah, and I'll just Greg Morris. If you ever listen to this, I apologize. Like you're a nice guy. I just don't think you're the best running back in the CFL. And the oh, no, I'm not, he's not the best <laughs> running back or the best Canadian no, running back. That goes to just, steroid I user think, Andrew Harris. I just think there are so many other options before him that that will do better on your For team. For national running backs in the free agency pool, I don't think so. I don't have the list in front of me. I have made but, a list, but it's not in front of yeah, me right now. But he's... But, Besides Andrew Harris, like how many guys are in as impactful? You know, like an actual starting Canadian. Running Sean back Thomas that... Erlington. Okay, but did he put up over a thousand this year? Did he? He he, he got hurt. Him. He broke. He broke. Yeah. A, he broke something and unfortunately got hurt. And then they went to but Malik he, Irons, who also did pretty well, and then got hurt. And then I think they had to go to an American Canadian position where you're having oh, no. starters on it's, every team. You know, yeah, so no, like, not at all. 
I don't think he's a priority on teams that, list. That's why I said if he's going anywhere, he's going to Hamilton because they need depth in that position. And skilled <laughs> Canadian running backs, there there's becoming more of them, which is nice. Yeah, yeah he's from that area too. Here. So. It's it's like it's like the backups, right? Like the backup quarterbacks. You're starting to see more and more Canadian QBs, especially with probably the best Canadian quarterback we've seen in a yeah. while, Nathan Rourke coming out of this draft. That might keep a guy like Brandon Bridge employed because if someone wants to develop and eventually start Nathan Rourke, you're going to need to have a backup for him, whether that be Michael O'Connor or Brandon Bridge or someone else. It's true, but we got to we gotta cross that bridge when we get there. Exactly. And I hope we get there soon. Oh, we de- we're heading that way, so I think we will. Good. I hope so. On January 23rd, it was announced that a Toronto home game will be played in... St. Mary's Husky Stadium in Halifax on June 25th. Uh, it will Against be Toronto versus Saskatchewan. Yep. They're going to... home game for the Riders, too. Oh, yeah, that's good. And then they're like, upgrading the seating capacity there to 10,000. So. I, I just want to clarify quick that it is a Toronto home game, but there will still be more Rider fans there. Well, there'll be more fans than that <laughs> usual Argos game. So. <laughs> like, Absolutely. That, that's, not, that's not a flex. It could be any other team, and there'd be more <laughs> fans there than our I wonder if they'll kind of use it as like an asterisk. They'll be like, "Well, look at our uh, look at our uh, our attendance this year. It went up a little bit. <laughs> like, you didn't you didn't no. even play in Toronto that game, exactly." <laughs> but yeah, this is good for the Touchdown Atlantic group. I know uh, certain members of council and certain people in Halifax are kind of. It's about like a fifty fifty on the stadium being built so hopefully this game gets them kind of in the right direction saying hey I want to see more of this in my city let's get this stadium built for the people there I mean it's not like a massive stadium or a, even a very costly stadium like the Saskatchewan stadium to build was six times as much as what they're asking for uh, in it, the Halifax group so damn yeah I, I I hope it gets built. It should. Yeah. Uh, Bombers have... Oh, yeah. No doubt. Bombers have signed Charles Nelson to a two-year extension. That was a mistake on Nelson's part. Oh. Oh, really? All right. How come? I think, I think that if he went to a team with a weaker kick return game, he didn't really get a chance with Winnipeg. But from what I saw when I was watching him live and like when I saw him get his rare kick returns, like there was one game where he almost like he got like a like a eighty yard return and in the same game like a like a fifty yard punt return. Like he is good. He will burn you. Like but I, he's behind Grant and he's behind Whitehead. I just I like I think there's more talent in him than for him to be a third string kick returner. That's actually so. a good argument. I kind of agree with mm-hmm. you there, but it depends. Maybe they're just thinking of using Lucky as a receiver. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. If they want, if they're using Whitehead as just a receiver and they want to have two back there and they have Nelson and Grant, then that's sick. Go with that. But if they're going with, sorry, what? Uh, okay, I want to have this right now. I want to have this out on the podcast. Is like was Lucky Whitehead the most overrated rookie last year? Well, are we I mean, classifying him even as a rookie? We're classifying oh, he was a CFL him. CFL rookie. We're cl- yeah, CFL rookie. We're not. Yeah, he was yeah, a CFL rookie. That's CFL well, most overrated CFL rookies. Last as a year. CFL rookie, yes, but I mean, I think I still think he did okay. Yeah, he like, had he, he had do a, the worst. He had a ton of hype on him because he was coming from the NFL and he had such a hot start. 
the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was so hyped on him. He's like, he's going to be the next was, great CFL receiver. It was really, it was really like, just because no. he fell off. Like, well, and he was injured a couple times too, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah but he wasn't that unproductive or he wasn't that productive. Sorry. But I mean, it's, it's a, it's an adjustment from, you know, getting that running start. Yeah. Like to not having it. So maybe next year in this off season, when he's working out getting ready, like, Maybe he'll just light it up next year. He just needed that year to get ready. Maybe, I mean, yeah. like we see, you know, we've seen it with Shaq Evans where he had a, he had an okay first year, but he didn't get in the end zone. And then his second year, he's got what, 13, 1400 yards and five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I so, just, I don't know. You never know. Yeah. I, I, th- I, 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 I really like Quan Bray. I really like Quan Bray. I thought oh, he man. was the best of the quote unquote CFL rookies. Is he, is he year. still around or did he go to the NFL? Juan Bray, I think he's still with Montreal. Good, yeah. No, he I, was I really a great him. young talent in yeah. the league. Yeah. Now, on to the next piece of news here. Edmonton re-signs kick returner Christian Jones. Bombers re-signs oh. Zach Kolaros. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now, this is a discussion. Juicy. Carter is the resident bomber fan. What do you think of them choosing Zach over Matt Nichols? Well, I mean, majority of bomber fans disagree with me on this, but I do think that this was the wrong call. Oh, I, we're gonna fight. I I like Matt Nichols. He was he's the reason why we got out of this hole of being like one of the like we were continually one of the worst teams in the league. And it really turned around. Like we were uh, we were one in four. Um, the year where Matt Nichols took over, and we and he got like seven wins out of that, and like mm-hmm. he just kept improving the team. And yeah, it sucks that he got injured, but you got to remember, Kaleros is just as, if not more, injury prone. Oh, he's more injury prone. He's like the most injury prone player in the league. Yeah, different injury. So and it's, it's like, way so it's like, like yeah. I I hate that argument from people, and I know that's not the argument that you're gonna come at me with, and I yeah. respect that. I just want to say that piece of it though. That I hate when people say, oh, but Matt Nichols is injury prone. Like, Caleros is some sort of Iron Man. Like... <laughs> please, when you're using the Nichols versus Caleros argument, please don't bring up injury history. That is a horrible idea. If like, you're... It's not. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I'm actually. Hold on, Carter. I want to agree with you. Though. Oh, like, I, like I, if I was. Uh... What's his name there? Kyle Walters. I I would have uh, re-signed Matt Nichols. Or, you know what? I would have tried to sign both if you knew Strebler was leaving. Because, sure, you want to keep Zach around because he just won you a great cup. But, yeah, uh, the head injuries are kind of there. And it's kind of getting ready to pop, you know? So, Dude. why not have Matt Nichols there and be like, bro, like, take a pay cut. You know, you got hurt. He didn't want to take a pay cut, cut, though. He's like, give me 250k or I'm leaving. But and they're like, imagine- okay, you can go. But imagine, like, if he made this decision to not get released. Like, if he could have seen all this play out and how the jobs were snatched up so quick everywhere, you know? Oh like, yeah. Maybe he would have had second thoughts. That's hundred percent. Like, Hindsight is twenty twenty. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's a question. Here's a question that I have for you guys. If you're the GM uh, of the Bombers and you're trying to re-sign both, who do you ask to take a pay cut, or do you ask both to take a minor pay cut? Uh. Why? I'd ex- yeah, I'd explain it to both of them and just be like, you guys are going to compete for the job. Like, like hey, we want, want both of you, you know? Like, yeah, it's like, like what? Do you, offer, do you offer them both high, th- high 300s? I would, no. How I do it is I'd offer incentives. Nichols, I'd offer Nichols more hard money, but I'd give Zach a high incentive contract. 
Yeah, that's and like three hundred k base with the incentives and the nickels. I'll give you like three seventy like with less yeah. bonuses. Yeah. That, yeah, that's how I would have done it if I was Kyle Walters, but I know Nichols wanted a lot uh, money, so Nichols was looking yeah. at like four fifty, which I mean, to that's on par with what he was getting before. I know, but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be comfortable paying Matt Nichols but, that much because if you look at who else is getting paid, that Cody Fajardo, who was was he in the league MLP? Cody Fajardo, yeah, uh, he no, was on the runner up. Was. Oh, he yeah. was runner up then, yeah. He's yeah. the runner up and he's getting paid that exact same amount of money. So no awards. Yeah, there's the you know, if that's the standard and I'm Kyle Walters, that's what I'm saying to Matt Nichols is hey, the runner up but, to M MOP is getting four hundred and fifty K. You're not even close to that. Why should I be paying you this? You know? Well, but here's the thing though, and it showed the most in the CFL last year. You need two quarterbacks. Yes, a hundred percent. So like you're going to have to allocate some good money to your two quarterbacks at this point in the CFL, you know? So why not? Yeah. Like why not give, let's say, yeah, Zach two fifty with lots of incentives and then give Matt three twenty or something and be like, Hey, you have a little bit of incentives, but like we're paying you a lot of money. I guess what, from what I I've heard, Matt more. didn't want to take that. Here's I my thing. No, though. I need this to stay. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's my bit. Like, you have you have two trains of thought right now going into uh like quarterbacking and I mean you guys know it but I'll explain it to the viewers just in case they don't. You got your two quarterbacks and they can either be alike or not. So if you're setting up to either have two separate completely like different looks on offense, then that's what you're looking at when we had like Nichols Strebler. Yeah, like Drew or, Brees and Taysom, Taysom Hill. Yeah. 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 Or if you're looking at like what I thought they were gonna do. Was I thought they were gonna keep Nichols and Caleros because they are very similar quarterbacks. Yeah, pocket passers. They yeah. don't. They're pocket passers. Both of them. Um, little throwback um, to the forty-one uh, forty game, to um, against like Winnipeg against Montreal. Nichols can scramble when he needs to, just like yeah. Caleros. He yeah. doesn't do it well, but he does it when he absolutely well, has to. It's not their first or second option, like exactly. like Strevlers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I saw I saw a lot of upside to having Nichols and Kolaros in Winnipeg. Like it, it just seemed like a good fit. Like Strebler's I agree like, with hey. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like Strebler's like, thanks for getting me me to the NFL. See ya. And then they're like, oh, now we got two good quarterbacks here. Let's see what we can do. Hang on, Burris and Harris or Nichols and Kolaros. Burris, Burris and Harris. Yeah, yeah, Burris and Harris. Yeah, yeah. No offense. No, that's, yeah, that's Hank's like, one of the all-time greats. So yeah. yeah, that's smiling Hank. And Trevor's good. He's just not consistent. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, now, uh, <laughs> oh, we got another discussion. Jeez, we're getting a lot of these. Uh, nice. Big play VA, one of my personal favorites, Ooh, signed yeah. through twenty twenty two. Awesome! I'm so Michael. happy. Yeah. Oh, in a yeah. move that nobody saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got their uh, franchise quarterback locked up, so that's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, like, he deserves it. Like, he has earned his spot. He's been traded away from that team and brought back. And <laughs> yeah. Been around the block twice, you know, and he, like, he showed this year that he truly deserves that job. And yeah. I'm so excited for Montreal. Like, just to see what they can do. Obviously, I don't want them to beat the Riders, but I just they can do great things and I'm 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 so excited to watch them play. They're just so entertaining and yeah. He's a special guy. Like he is just fun to watch, you know? Oh, and yeah. he's got he's got the it factor. Oh no yeah, doubt. Like 
I was just kicking myself when he kept getting bounced around because he never looked bad when he played. And I'm like, guys, what are you doing? This guy's clearly good. And then they're just like, no, I'll trade him. It's like, I know, like, yeah, when he came to the Riders. Yeah, when he came to the Riders, I was like, oh, this is going to be deadly. He played, he started one game and he handed the ball off to Trent Richardson and he just ran the ball every other time. Like, I literally don't think he passed. Yeah, I just. And you look at him now and it's just like, like, I love Cody, but it's like, look at what you could have had you know yeah i wish we could have kept him around and then maybe you know no disrespect to cody either but you know maybe we could we have our homegrown quarterback like, yeah yeah it wouldn't have even been a thought yeah exactly now moving on bc has signed 2018 defensive back all-star tj lee good move Former Stampeders defensive back Trey Roberson is signed with the Chicago Bears. About time Good. he re-signed, Good. man. Get awesome. Him. Get him. Get him out of the CFL. Yep. Get him out Get of him here. Out of here. He, <laughs> I don't want him anywhere. Another <laughs> lockdown corner from the CFL goes south. Nice job. Oh, and... I'm so Good. done. They're just going to pick up a guy off the street and he's going to be just as good. You realize that, right? Yeah. I mean, he he deserved that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he he had a, his grandfather was a legendary CFLer. So, oh, was he? Yeah. Yes, he was. So, oh. He's got it in his genes and I hope that he does well with the Bears and his NFL career. It it was so cool to see Adam Schefter tweet about him and say like he was the top CFL free agent of the year and he's gonna earn money like a good deal like Cameron Wakehead when he first came to the NFL and it's it just it was cool to get that exposure and it was because of him for the yeah. league you know that's awesome and Bombers have officially released Matt Nichols we already discussed that so I'm just gonna move <laughs> on <laughs> Hamilton resigns David Watford. My only thing is why. <laughs> That's all I have to say there is hey, why. He's that he's that third down running quarterback and he balls <laughs> at it. He's so good. Bro, he got replaced by Cameron Marshall, a defensive back here at third string or the <laughs> third and one guy. So Hey, that was here. He did really good in handling. He had like four or five touchdowns. He had like two in a game, you know? Uh, I I'm not a Watford fan, to say the <laughs> least. I just think he's a good like running quarterback like that. Yeah, I'm I'm really whatever on him. You know, I want to see him as a receiver. honestly, because (laughs) he was a he was trying out with the Eagles in the NFL as a wide receiver. So I actually want to see what he can do in that spot. You know, he's yeah, he's a big athletic guy. He could definitely be a receiver. You know, so another thing he could do. Edmonton resigns offensive lineman David Beard. EC extends DB Aaron Grimes and I'm Montreal hashtag Ooh. get wilder. Montreal has signed running back James Wilder Jr. How do you say yes. get wilder in French? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> oh man. I, I love this move. Uh, Montreal after losing their standout running back, William Stanback to the Las Vegas Raiders who we talked about earlier. They they go out and they get James Wilder, who is criminally underused after a a, cup, a great year in Toronto these past two seasons. He's been just yeah, he's not been used he, properly. So he won a great cup with them, and then he still had a great year after that. And yeah, I'm just I'm glad to see him get on an actual good team that's gonna like, use him. You know? Yeah, like the crazy, like they did some crazy stuff last year, some trick plays and stuff, and I can Bro. only imagine what they're going to come up with with him and uh, Vernon Adams back there and Quan Bray out there and 
Gino Lewis, and like every oh, it's that gonna is, be deadly. That is the scariest quarterback running back combo. Oh, it is. I think so. Hands down. Especially because Wilder's a receiving back too, so you don't just have to worry yeah. about him running. He can catch it out of the backfield too. Well, NVA's got that advantage. They could just do a QB run where he runs, pitches it to Wilder if he's going to get tackled. You know, oh, like dude, those, yeah. those they, options are going to be nuts. Yeah, they're oh, gonna, no like, doubt. They're going to go back to like college stuff, and yeah, I think it's going to get pretty crazy there. Like it's going to be so entertaining to watch. Toronto, I don't know what they're doing. They kind of shot themselves in the foot here, but they also released, uh, I don't know if it's actually in the list here, but they released Brandon Brooks too. So I have Money, no I was, yeah. yeah, I have no idea what they're doing at running back this next season here. Yeah, he was due a bonus, which is just... There's a couple guys that are coming up here that are going to be bonus cuts. Oh, If yeah. they're not on the list, I'll try to find them. Nasty yeah. business in the CFL. Oh, yeah. And Montreal releases Antonio Pipkin. That's one. He's going to be a guy that's going to be hotly pursued, I think, a free agency for teams that need a backup. I, I think he could be, yeah. I don't like, yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, he's I, only I, 24. Like, I just realized yeah, that. Because yeah. he, and he sh- I feel like he's he older. He showed promise. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he showed promise. Like, when Vernon Adams went down near the end of the season there and Pipkin stepped in for a bit, he looked better than he did at the start. Like, he was developing well, so... I mean, yeah, maybe he goes somewhere like Edmonton that needs a backup or even BC to compete for that backup job. You never know. Yeah. Like I said, even if he doesn't win the backup job, he's only 24, so you can just sit there and develop him and let him sit for a year or two and exactly see what's going on. But yeah, he's definitely got a lot of potential, and I hope somebody signs him. Yeah. Edmonton has re-signed Canadian defensive back Jordan Hoover. Good move. He's... We talked about this earlier, but BC has signed William Arndt and the son of, I believe he's an NFL Hall of Famer, Vinny Testaverde. So Vinny Testaverde Jr. is now on the BC Lions along with Will Arndt, and they'll be competing with presumably Brandon Bridge for the backup job there. Uh, Montreal, this is a terrible trade. I'm going to rant about this. Montreal <laughs> trades linebacker slash DB Bo Lumbach uh, combo. Sorry, to the Argos for a conditional eighth round pick in this year's draft. Are you kidding me? A borderline oh, starting shit. Canadian goes for an eighth round pick. Conditional. Yeah. Eighth. A, a conditional eighth round. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even guaranteed the pick. Like, oh like, my god, what's it? Trump. What what's is that? the condition? I have no idea. You know like, the basketball movie terrible. with Will Ferrell where they trade for the the like the dryer. It's like they could have got more than a, an eighth round pick in the Canadian draft and a conditional one of all that. Yeah, I know. Like, holy crap, that's a steal for Toronto. Yeah. I think yeah, my theory about this is because Montreal released a bunch of players that day. Oh, it's money, man. I think. Yeah, I think they're gonna let them go anyway. And Toronto's like, hey, we really want this guy, so you know. And they're like, okay, we'll give you him for you know change you know yeah really and then i thought they released someone else other than pipkin and him wasn't there they did. it's coming up okay good just making it, sure yeah, it's a couple notes down okay uh where were we oh yeah bombers extend canadian defensive lineman jake thomas good for them good move yep. Hamilton extends qb trevor harris through 2022 oh here it is Montreal yeah. released wide receiver Devere Posey and defensive back Tommy Campbell. 
Yeah, wow. Bring yeah, them both do- down. Bring them both down to Winnipeg. Oh, Devere Posey was we'll due a right. Devere Posey was due, I believe. It was one of these two guys was fifteen thousand and thirty thousand, but they were both due bonuses like February first. That's why they were cut. And yeah. it's it's unfortunate because those are such good talents in the league. That's why and that's then, why um that's why people like um like Darian Durant when he retired, remember he signed with uh Winnipeg, took a seventy thousand uh signing bonus and then just scram yeah and just bounce. So that was the great. reason the reason no, like I've I've talked to guys about it. I've talked to players and they are like I don't I don't know like if I should really be saying this, but they were you know, they weren't mad at him for it. Because you oh, I've to heard get that Yeah, no, I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Get, get your you money. Like, you know? While you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. And Especially I mean when in teams the end are doing things like this. Yeah, yeah. The, and the, I mean yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're cutting you when your money's due. And I I don't think we've talked about it, but I'm gonna say it now. Uh the the Canadian receiver that Edmonton cut. Uh did we one. say him? Like, oh, we we haven't said him. No, Natea J. Yeah, but like apparently his whole fa- like his family just moved to Edmonton this off season. Yeah, they, they did because of they, a, yeah, and they cut him because of because of a roster bonus. Like yeah, that's, that's just where like, if I'm a player, it's like I I hate that. You know? Yeah, that's it's why just... like I like when I heard about Durant, I laughed. But then when I really thought about it, I was like, you gotta get your money. Yeah, like it's Dude, in the especially you know what, in the you CFL. Know what blows my mind. There was just a collective bargaining agreement done, right? Like uh, it was never this actually is such an oversight. I know they, they need to do something season. about players getting cut due to roster bonuses. Roster bonuses should they should be guaranteed oh. money at the end of the season. Yeah, like yeah, if you play co- through the season calories. with them, or maybe put it. them that they're off the books or something, so guys but, don't get cut oh, because of or them. E- no? It could even be like after week nine, if you cut them before training camp next year, they get the rest of their money, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Well, here's the thing. But, here's the thing. Does the roster bonus count under this year's salary cap, like this past year, or this next year's salary when, cap? When it's February it 1st, next year, I think, like the season coming up. Dude, like then, that's, well, that's why they cut them. Because that's it probably make sense, why. Like if it was last year's salary. If it was cap. last year's, then they wouldn't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we got to make some moves this offseason. Oh, who's do some bonuses? Sorry. And so uh, any, the any, CFL, aspiring, uh, any aspiring players don't sign roster bonuses. Ask for hard cash, even if you're yep. only getting half that. Yeah. Or, or take Absolutely. like a higher cap, but less offseason roster bonuses or like incentives. Yeah. Don't take the. Yeah. Don't take those off-season bonuses because they might cut you for that. It's just greasy, and it's it sucks because I mean players see it too. But coaches' salaries are guaranteed. Like, and these guys aren't like, even underperforming players. Like if Devere no. Posey had played all eighteen games, he's a thousand-yard receiver, and Tommy Campbell is one of the best defensive backs was, in the Canadian football. Wasn't league. Devere wasn't Devere Posey a Grey Cup MVP like two or three years ago? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like he he is a top talent in this league, and he got cut because he was owed some money that he was promised. But every coach's salary is guaranteed, even if like with even Brent, if they're fired. His name, yeah, like yeah, yeah. They, we paid for uh, Corey Chamberlain for years after we fired him. Uh huh. Like it's yeah. Uh, uh, I, I need understand to do something why about players that. were so upset. Yeah. Yeah. Hamilton has extended defensive back Jamal Roll. Uh, Red Blacks extend linebacker Avery Williams. 
Henrik Zander has extended Mike Moore. This surprised me. He got a ton of workouts. I thought he was going to the NFL for sure. But well, maybe he didn't like his offers. Maybe. Yeah. Still, it's just like, damn, man. Like He worked There's out a- with a good amount of teams. I don't have the workout tracker uh, up yeah. on my screen but here, but he got I a like- lot of looks. I like your point though, Carter. Like, yeah, it's a lot of these players now. I mean, Willie Jefferson, your guy, you know, like he only worked out for one team and he's like, look, like, uh, like I'm ready, but, and I mean, you look at the last years before with him too. Like he, he just said, look at my tapes. Like, you know what I can do? Yeah, exactly. He was like, he's not wasting his time. Yeah. I want that guaranteed money. I want a contract. Like we're talking or I'm just staying here and he stayed and yeah, we'll get into the rest later. It's it's really cool when you see a player like that who sees such a big like thing like the NFL and it's just like, you know what? Nah, come to me. Make me yeah, the offer. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. That's really fun to see. And then Hamilton has extended Canadian offensive lineman Mike Filler. And the Red Blacks, they found their quarterback. <laughs> they have signed Nick Arbuckle. What do you guys think of that? Um, I think that there's no honor among thieves between O'Shea and Lapo. Because, <laughs> because you, you think you think O'Shea would have just sort of whispered underneath the table to Lapo being like, yo, we're getting we letting them go soon. Nah, they didn't do any of that. Oh man. Because here's the thing, like I'd take nickel for our buckle. Well, well me too. And like I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. Paul, I, I think I, with but, I think with Nick Arbuckle's age, I would take him over Nickels. Because you, you want to be in the future. But you no, think with fair. Paul Lapelise being the coach, the chemistry that him and Nichols have, he'd be like, hey, come in here for a bit. We're going to take this guy, Arbuckle, here. We're going to develop him for a little bit. See, like, because, like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to light up the league and change Ottawa next year. I don't think he's going to be like, yeah, I don't think he's going to light up the league, but I think he'll be good. You know? I, I don't think he'll be that good, honestly. Like, I think it's pretty messy in Ottawa. Like yeah. they got a couple good receivers, but like who's the like they have no running backs right now. Like no How big name running O-line? backs. Their O line isn't bad. They they have yeah. a weird habit every year they've been a part of the league. The first round they draft an offensive lineman. Well, I mean it's a decent practice to have. Yeah, so they're pretty <laughs> stacked at offensive line. It's For like the one boy. position they're good at. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I just, I wasn't sure. I just needed to check. Oh, yeah, but I think Lapo actually said, this is the quarterback I want, and that's why they went out and traded for him. Well, I mean, props for knowing what you want and actually going out and doing something about it. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, props to Arbuckle, because he got some big bucks out of it. Yeah, he did. I think he got more than Cody did, which is surprising. Somewhere in the ballpark, at least. Yeah. And then, what else was there? Oh, yeah, they get... Calgary now gets, because Nick has re-signed, they get a... Ottawa's first round pick, I believe. So Ooh. they get the top pick in the CFL draft. So that's going to be interesting to see who they pick. That's I something no James and I are going to discuss <laughs> a lot. There's some serious talent this year. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Nathan Rourke is a real wild card because Canadian quarterbacks are definitely not going to be drafted in the first round. Uh, Michael O'Connor last year was taken in the third round, but. Nathan Rourke played Division One NCAA for multiple years and did pretty well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be very interested to see where he goes. I think he probably goes in the second round. So yeah, no, I could see that for sure. I can see him actually going to Ottawa and then developing yeah. for a couple of years. 
Yeah. Rough Riders signed fullback Albert Awachi to a two-year extension. Montreal has re-signed Eugene Lewis to a one-year deal. That's awesome. Good for them. And we talked about this uh, earlier. Edmonton released Natea J. That sucks. Yeah. Receiver. Yeah, and like, what did he do? Like, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, give the man what he's due. I know. It just sucks. And then Edmonton released Anthony Orange. I'm just going to assume that's for the same reason. He was probably due some money. Yeah, that's what I think I heard too. Yeah. I mean, if you if you want to see most of the reasons, anyone, I'll just shameless plug third down nation. Uh shout out to Justin Dunk. But uh yeah, no, they, they got all the stuff on there for stuff and who got cut because of money and stuff. So if you're ever interested, go check their website out. Yeah, that's where we get most of our news from and the CFL site itself are great sources mm-hmm. for overall news around the league. Who would have mm-hmm. thought it? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, Anthony Orange, he's definitely going to be picked up by somebody. And then this too surprises me. Uh, Ottawa resigns kicker Lewis Ward and punter Richard Leone. Oh, why? why does that surprise that, you? Yeah, why does that surprise you? Because I thought Lewis Ward would for sure be in the NFL next year because the NFL, uh, the NFL badly needs kickers. And here's the guy with the all-time pro football record just sitting there. Well, here's the thing. You, know, you think, think somebody Lewis would Ward, sign him? He got worked out uh, a ton too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I think Lewis Ward wants to be in Ottawa, though. Like, I, I think he just actually really enjoys the city. And like, maybe because like he was a security guard for Ottawa before, like the year before he was a kicker. Yeah, that's true. He was like security oh. guard at Grey Cup or something. Yeah, yeah, he was, was a security yeah. guard. At that's that a stadium. story. Yeah, that's and great. Then he became a kicker, and now he's like the best kicker of all time. Maybe. He's one, one of the greatest, yeah, for sure. One of the most consistent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Punter Richard Leone, he's just great. Like, he, oh, dude, I mean... Yeah. yeah, he was pretty good. You never you never really say, oh, yeah, Richie Leone, really? No. I mean, I I mean Ty, Long got, punter, Ty Long got like, to the NFL. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I think Richie Leone's just as good, if not better, so... It's just an odd one for me. Riders package deal. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. If they're a package deal and nobody wanted to pick up uh, Leon, so they were just like, well, let's just go back. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Now, moving on, the Rider fans breathe a huge sigh of relief as the Rough Riders have re signed Canadian linebacker Cam Judge. Thank God. If he he didn't sign, we would have been screwed. Yeah, if he went to another team, I would have been scared. I yeah, it's good to have the judge back on the field. He's gonna be knocking heads next year and taking names and uh hopefully hosting that great cup in Regina at the end of the season. Another good oh, signing dude. by the Riders, in my opinion, here. We could discuss both of these. Uh the Rough Riders have re-signed offensive tackle to Kobe Cofield to a two year extension. I like both Sorry, of those. Who? Uh, to Kobe. The second one, sorry? Oh, to Kobe oh, Cofield. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's great. I mean, yeah. When he's he, I know he hasn't always started, but when he's come in, he's played consistent. And uh, yeah, I was excited to see him get that get that contract. Yeah, he I and Terrence Vaughn are very young and yep. good tackles. So I'm glad we have both of them still. Well, yeah, yeah, and I'm glad we're keeping them around, not just looking for new young guys. Like they're good and talented, and I'm I'm glad the coaches and GM see that. Mm-hmm. And Carter, you had something to say? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I wasn't sure if you guys were. Uh, you yeah, know, you guys are the Ryder fans, but um, <laughs> no, it's like watching <laughs> watching Cam Judge play. It was just 
you know, it's he's one of those guys that can just take over a game. You know, he's it's like you know you you look around the league and you see. I'll I'll go on offense and defense. You'll just see these players that can absolutely light up a game at any moment, like Vernon Adams, Adam Big Hill can do it. Um, just a bunch of guys, like well, not even a bunch, a handful of guys. And Judge is one of those guys, so it's a really good pickup for him. Oh, I love it. And yeah. Montreal has re-signed Canadians DG or DJ Amala, uh, defensive back Dominique Thurmanson, and long snapper Mike Benson to one-year deals. I, I like I like those. Um, I think uh, it's it's a shame for uh, DJ because he actually was a uh, he re-signed in Winnipeg. He re- like he signed to Winnipeg this year because he was born and raised in Winnipeg left and then joined montreal and it's just a shame like for like you know a little bittersweet for like us to win yet you know a win like a manitoba boy doesn't get to hold yeah like hold you got up. enough manitoba boys on that team though like all of your running backs <laughs> have to be from manitoba i feel like yeah. Bro, we've got, like, you got harris uh, you got Oliveira. i think there's yeah harris Oliveira, thomas mile and johnny Juan. augustine i, I loved john uh, is johnny augustine manitoba Yes, he no, or no, he's not a Manitoban, but oh, he, yeah. he's he's a Canadian. He's Canadian. Canadian. I'm a huge though. fan yeah. of him. Yeah. Yo, I I was rewatching the Grey Cup earlier today, actually, and I just want to point this out because we're talking about Johnny Augustine. Uh, Johnny Augustine had the first tackle of the Grey Cup. That's pretty really? cool. Yeah, he was on special teams. Not bad for a guy who didn't get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. And then um. Moving on, Montreal has signed Canadian offensive tackle Jamal Campbell and Jeff Knox Jr. Yeah, I think. See, and I'm, I mean, I'm happy for Jeff Knox for getting signed. Like he was trying out for the NFL a couple years ago, and I don't know why he's kind of bouncing around these lower teams. But I, when I heard that Moncrief was gone to the NFL, I wanted the Riders to pick him up, and him and Judge side by side, I think would be a deadly combo. But maybe he wants a lot of money. Also, yeah, I don't know if uh, does Knox play Sam linebacker. I thought he was just like a middle linebacker or will. Well, I think he's middle, but I'm sure they, I'm sure they could figure it out and switch it up, you know. Oh yeah, and then Jamal Campbell. This this is a underrated move here because he, I believe he's only 24, but he's a starting Canadian tackle. Those are very and, rare. And he's happy to be playing in Toronto. Yeah, it's probably the one guy that can say that. <laughs> so yeah, says no. that now. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's a great move by them. Like, yeah, good young Canadian talent, and you know, lots of upside to him. So yeah, I think that was a really good move on Toronto's part. For sure. Hamilton has re-signed uh, defensive back Rico Murray. I uh, got to update our free agency list because he was on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a running joke with this podcast because everybody's getting re-signed right now so we've compiled a list of the top free agents and I just have to keep changing it because everybody's getting re-signed it's like oh my goodness stop <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah but Stamps have uh, verbally offered uh, former University of Calgary player Sean McEwen who's currently Argo's property a deal Within this new free agency window, what do you guys think of this window, first of all? And you think Sean McEwen heads to Calgary? 
the the legal tampering yeah it's interesting that all the all the teams get to bid on players before free agency starts it's and they get to see each other's bids too right i think they do yeah yeah do they? So like it's yeah i'm pre- like i'm pretty sure i'm they pretty do. sure they do because it's I'm gonna they're their they're thought, their property I thought, I thought it was just no i thought it was just pure they were allowed to like talk to other teams and that was the end of it i, th- I think so too but that kind of implies because you would think if someone offers you something, you tell the your the team you're with, be like, "Hey, these guys are offering me this, so I want at least this amount of money from you." Or yeah, I'm that's gone. fair. So, but like, maybe they I, know. I don't I, know though. I I, I like, think they I will, like though. this week though. I like this week of being able to talk to any player from any team, whatever. Because if you're waiting till the last week, ninety five percent chance you're already going to test the market so why don't you just jump on it and at least get to talk with people a week early sort of get a game plan going as a player yeah i like this and this has been going on for a while now there was a guy who signed in bc five minutes after free agency opened i'm not even kidding you oh it it was so this this is kind of jokingly called in some circles the ed hervey rule so yeah, I like the idea of it, and it gives players a chance to actually see what teams are going to offer them in free agency versus what their teams are offering them, and then it also gives the yeah. teams more of a chance to re-sign their guy. So I like let this. Me, let me quote uh, Kyle Walters here on this. He said, um, if somebody wants to put an offer in for Willie Jefferson, they have to put it on paper, register it through the league, and Willie and his agent will see it. So they'll know full well that the team will be held accountable to that number. So you have to register it through the league, and Willie and his agent get to see everyone's bids. It's not, I guess, everyone else doesn't get to see everyone's bids, but it's they like the player gets to see all the bids. So you get yeah. to see who really went after you and who did. And it's like an official offer because it has to go through the league. I like that too because they couldn't just promise you the world and give you crap when you get to free agency. They have to actually honor the amount that's there. Exactly. That's I mean, good. as much as they do in the CFL because we cut people in the offseason <laughs> for bonuses. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot wait for the new CBA to be made in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Is it two years? I thought it was like five more. I, thought, I don't know. I they, it was, I it, it feels just, like every two years. I thought it was a three year thing for this one. I'm not oh, sure. Because this one was contentious. Also, the schooners should be coming in within three years, so that can be part of it too. I thought like, they were after. I thought they were after it. this upcoming. I'm not sure. Just because, again, it would make sense if it was around three years, because the schooners will be in the league by then. So you might want to change things with maybe the ratio or how things are done. Like this one thing that I have an issue with is these quote unquote super Americans. So you can have three that kind of count as nationals. Yeah, that's it's, gonna be crazy. That's that's weird. They they aren't gonna replace Canadians though. Like people are worried about um, that. The national Canadian or the super Americans can replace nationals. That won't yeah, happen. I, Not allowed. I think to. it gives Canadians the, um, more opportunities. So, sorry, going yeah. back going back to what we said before about the CBA. Uh, the CBA does expire in twenty twenty. Okay. So two okay, years. So we got this year, next year. Oh, see, is it and like, is it this year, it's, next it's the year? Day, and it's the... the day before, it's the day before training starts. Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah. So, so the next two This year seasons. and next year. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like the 
veteran American thing. I think honestly, they should just call it a veteran spot and just exclusively have it for American veteran players. Don't tie it in with the Nationals at all. Yeah, because I could see the American players in the CBA kind of pushing more and more. It's like, oh, Americans can replace Canadians, you know. And just it's a slippery slope, and I just I'm concerned about it as a Canadian and a CFL fan. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I I think I think we can see both sides. Like, I think it could give Canadians more opportunities. Like, it gives them more spots to start if the talent's there. But if the talent's not there, Canadian wise, someone else is ready to go until someone is ready. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, now. We were sort of talking about this a little bit earlier, but the Bombers are in a bidding war for Willie Jefferson with the Toronto Argonauts. And this could push Jefferson's price up into the high 200,000s. Yes, think could that's be. a fair price for Jefferson? Oh, well, 100%. I, yeah, I mean, the stuff he did last year, and I mean, the stuff he did with the Riders the year before and everything, like... He's just been getting better and better the more he's been in the league, like playing full seasons and stuff. And yeah, the, like if Micah Johnson got paid two fifty and he was the highest paid and he got what four sacks last year, yeah, I think Willie Jefferson deserves some uh, some good money. But here's my thing though, like if he does, like Jefferson gets hyped off of the crowd. I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, there's no crowd in Toronto. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, like, oh. I just, I can't see a star player, besides Bear Woods, wanting to play there. Well, yeah, and I <laughs> mean... Jamal Campbell! Every, yeah, but yeah. everything Willie said so far is like, I want to play in Winnipeg. So I, I think, it, And yeah. I don't think they're going to take him lightly in Winnipeg either. They're just going to do what they can and be like, Willie, like, Oh, they're going to offer the max that they can. They're not going to try yeah. and scam them at all. Oh, God, no. And that's that's where the riders made the and mistake, I mean, from what I understand. I mean, to be fair, Big Hill was doing the same thing before he re-signed. Like, Big Hill was saying, like, you know, he was very vocal on Twitter about saying, like, uh, I want to be with Winnipeg. This is where I want to yeah. be. And then he signs a three-year deal, so. Well, and I, I was on Willie Jefferson's Instagram the other day, yeah, and he did, like, a Q&A, and someone asked him, like, where do you want to go in the free agency? And he said, We'll see what happens, but I'd love to be in Winnipeg. And, like, yeah, so, like, it, it's seen to, and I'd expect him to go back there if he doesn't get that NFL shot. But, I mean, if the money's right and it's good for your family, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah, exactly. 100%. The, the Argos have re signed McLeod Bethel Thompson. What do you guys think Ooh. of this move? I'm happy for him. Well, can we talk about the other news of the day today? Yeah, go that for it. Okay, so Matt Nichols is allegedly flying into Toronto, and he could be signed within the next 24 hours. We recorded this on Tuesday, February 4th, so by the time you hear this, he could already be signed, but uh, I think it's going to be good. Like, McLeod said, I'm the starter coming into this. Like, I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm Team McLeod. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he had other problems in Toronto, so all the best to him. I think it's a good move on Toronto's part, too. Yeah, um, um, I'm sorry, it, sorry. I, I was just I was trying to formulate the right way to like <laughs> go at this because it's like it's just difficult because I also like McLeod Bethel Thompson and I really like Matt Nichols. Is Toronto becoming my second favorite team? Not just oh <laughs> man, <laughs> Argo's a gay defense. Yo, <laughs> number nine. If you tweet them, they might send you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, hey, thanks for making it look like we have fans, you know? I want a Brett Favre message. <laughs> oh, that was Hamilton. That was so yeah, bad. Yeah, Hamilton oh, four hundred dollars yeah. later. That that was oh. probably the worst. Like, what happened? With, that was so funny. What was the worst news last year in the CFL? What do you, you mean? guys like? The yeah, worst that's... news to come out of the CFL last year? What, what um, like sad or like? Like, what are you talking yeah. like the worst news, like the one you hate to hear the most. Well, well, hang on. Are you talking about sad, angry, cringy? Like, there's yeah, like different. Oh man. Here. That's tough. Because, like, sad is going to be a lot different than my cringe answer. Okay, uh, let's go with... Well, I was saying, like, what's the one you hate hearing the most? Like, that's what I mean. Like, which makes you go, like, oh my god, you know, like Shout out, shout out to the CFL commissioner, yeah, Anthony Gator. That's the, that is the story (laughs) of the year. I laugh when I hear that story. I laugh when I hear that. That's the craziest thing. Just walks off the team and then they make a great. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can't play this position. But it's like okay, we're gonna just go win without you. Oh, hey, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was hilarious. But yeah, yeah for me, but, but, it's it's the Hamilton story just because it it's embarrassing to the league. That Hamilton does not just an indictment on them; it's an indictment on the league. But, but they had but, to like but, go and pay however, for this, and it wasn't even however, good. <laughs> Did you guys see? Did you see what Toronto did when Hamilton lost the Great Cup? What they, they do? Clipped, they clipped Brett Favre's laugh. And oh they, my yeah! God. It. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> that was that the best. Great. Yeah, there's some yeah. savage CFL Twitter accounts or like social media oh, people. Yeah, I BC, love it. Yeah, Toronto's I think is the best. BC's pretty good. Like Hamilton's, Hamilton's got edits. good graphics. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about Toronto because they they've done one or two things no, I think would no. piss off the players because they're like we're not going to show you the score of this game we're going to show you a puppy instead. <laughs> it's like if I was a player I'd be pissed off if I heard that. I get it, I get it, but also be better. I know that's, 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 that's also true. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's exactly. my one beef with Toronto's Twitter. It's like you can't just do that to your players. <laughs> that, that's pretty disrespectful, you know. And yeah, we're gonna to lose by that much. It's disrespectful time. to me as a brand new fan. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> do, you, do you think a fan's gonna want to go on their page? And, oh, they lost. Oh, 40 to 12. Well, maybe if you're at work like and you didn't page. see the score, it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. 40 to 12. Let me hit that follow button. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. And then, yeah, Natea J is another one they're looking at signing, which. I like Natea J, but I don't know if he'd sign there just because they already have a lot of national receivers in Toronto. They're pretty stacked. He did sign there. in Toronto, didn't he? Uh, I thought it just says on the dock that they brought him in with Matt Nichols. Did he sign? Oh, I I thought I thought I read something later in the day today. That Let me just check. The- uh, I don't see any news that he signed. So, oh okay. I I thought there was something that he signed, but. Oh yeah, some news that we're missing here that been wrong before. Uh, some of our guys forgot. Um, what's his name? Chris Strebler is now with the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, yeah, that, that was done today. Yeah, that's awesome. That's gonna be crazy. I, I like. I hope he like. And, I just at least want to see if he actually gets a shot. Well, here's the thing: they're gonna be taking a long look at him because a hundred thousand of that oh. is heart is uh, guaranteed cash. Yeah, like they yeah. paid him, so yeah, they're definitely looking. I'm just like, will he get actual NFL game experience that isn't preseason? Like, he'll that's be what Taysom I want. Hill version two. 
is what I'm but thinking. But like, are they going to use him as much as Taysom Hill? Like, I think they, they will because drafted, Cliff Kingsbury is a Kyler college Murray. coach. Like, Cliff. Yeah, King- but you just drafted Kyler Murray, and like, you know, you want to develop him. You don't want to be like, oh, by the way, we're taking away half your snaps to give them to this uh, rookie here. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do. It. I just think maybe he'll be a situational quarterback. Yeah, maybe not well, yeah, used as much I, as I Taysom Hill, but I feel like they're going to use it. Literally exactly what the Bombers did, like in yeah. terms of the amount of usage. Yeah, he's a great I, yeah, Wildcat quarterback. You know, if you want to run that kind of offense, he's he's very good at that. I'll give him credit there. So yeah. Yeah, and then there's other news we missed here. Uh, what's the other thing? Oh, Eskimos bring back Javon Santos Knox. Nice. Good move yeah, by good them. Move. And I think that's all the news we have. Uh, we'll be sure to keep you updated next month. And we will also have another episode this week, actually. We'll have our free agency special. If everything goes well with the edited process, that will be out on Saturday. And then we're going to have a post-free agency show probably about a week after free agency opens just to break down maybe some of the signings, what we think's good, bad, the gist of everything. And then we're going to finish the show off with our off-season cue number three. We did our first one in our final episode of last season, one in our first off-season special, so this is our third one. question is, uh, what's one player your team needs to re-sign? Now, for me, I picked Solomon Alamibian for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I don't think they can lose two of their linebackers and be somewhat okay. I think they definitely need to bring Solomon back. He was great for that defense and helped solidify it last year, so I really hope he comes back. All right. For mine, the Riders my team, uh, obviously. and. The Riders got to bring back Shaq Attack. Uh, I mean, after the year he had, the amazing plays he made, the games he won. Uh, we're hosting the Grey Cup. He's got to come back here to win that and host it in Regina. Um, I mean, with him, Tyron Moore, Jordan Williams, Lambert, and whoever else we're going to bring in, I just think it'll be incredible to watch with Cody thrown to them. And uh, it's needed by the Riders. Okay, and for mine, I went back and forth with this. You guys know I went back and forth with this. I mean, the viewers don't, but uh, yeah. you guys do. Um, I'm going to stick with uh, Jeff Hecht. Um, my reasoning for this is because he is a national starter. And he is a good one at that. Yeah. Um, O'Shea, O'Shea said that um, when Loeffler was our safety, like after he went to Montreal, people were saying, like uh, O'Shea said that... Uh, um, Hecht almost got that starting job. It was really, really close. So, you know, he's he's at that level still. And I mean, I like Darvin Adams. That was the other guy I was going with. But, you know, there's other, there's other guys there. I want him back, but I don't think he's as much of a necessity as uh, as Hecht. And I want to give Hecht some love, because obviously the easy choice is right there with Willie Jefferson, but I figured I'd talk about someone else who I also think should be brought back. Yeah, I was going to grill you on that, but hearing your reasoning, I definitely can't now that that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, hopefully Jeff Hex stays with you guys. I so, mean, he's a, he's a good one. I don't know. Like, I mean, he's just one of those guys where like, we want him. I don't know how many other guys are really looking at him that much. 
So it just sort of works for everybody if he sticks around. No doubt, yeah. Yeah. And I believe that should conclude the show for tonight. Uh, as we record this, it's about 11 at night, so... Again, if you search True North CFL Podcast, you will find us on YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Our social media, you can follow us on Twitter at True North CFL Pod and Instagram at True North CFL Podcast. Until next time, this is the True North CFL Podcast signing off.